0: Views and opinions on Eye on the Triangle do not represent WKNC or NC State student media. Hello, everyone. You are currently tuned into Eye on the Triangle here on WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. Hello, everyone. This is Brian Hurado, the Public Affairs Director here at WKNC 88.1. I the Triangle took a little winter break, but now we're back with some more weekly news and great interviews for these next coming weeks. Today's episode is going to start out with the weekly news with technician news editors Sam, Heidi, Emily, and Abigail. Following the weekly news, Maha has an interview with DJ duo Smiles and Sparkles. Hope you all enjoyed today's episode.
1: hello guys welcome back to eye on the triangle my name is abigail ali i'm the news editor at technician and today i am here with hey guys i'm heidi i'm the assistant news editor at technician hey i'm emily i'm the other assistant news editor
2: at technician and i'm sam i'm one of the managing editors at technician
1: as you can tell we have a new person yes special (laughs) guest yeah sam is our boss (laughs) (laughs) And she is here to join in on the tidbits and all the good stuff that we have to tell you today. So, yeah, let's get started. Okay, roses are
3: red, violets are blue. If you like The Bachelor, then this one's for you. I came up with that rhyme all by myself. Wow! So, thanks, guys. So, starting January 23rd, if you didn't know, The Bachelor is back. And if you want to go to a live viewing party, you can go to the Dirty Bull Brewing Company um, in Durham, and it's called the event's called Rose and Roses. So they're gonna have rose, and it, there's also gonna be Bachelor Bingo, and this is the most interesting part: weekly fantasy drafts for The Bachelor, which I've never heard of. But if you're into sports, then maybe you would like this too. So it's gonna be from 8 to 10 p.m. every Monday night.
4: If you love fantasy football, this <laughs> one's for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: you would totally get into The Bachelor too, and you can do your weekly fantasy drafts, and maybe they'll even start doing like sports betting, but for The Bachelor.
2: Or for those who are massive fans of both the bachelor and yeah. football i don't know you know
4: how when people like lost their fantasy football drafts they had to like spend 24 hours in a waffle house or something yeah, yeah. they should do that for this
1: yeah too. yeah, yeah.
3: like up the up the stakes a little bit yeah i agree it yeah sounds
1: I like fun, it yeah, sounds it like, so like fun though it sounds like so much fun honestly i don't watch the bachelor but that sounds so iconic like <laughs> could you it's like a movie viewing for the bachelor and then there's like a game like that's so fun I bet there's like such good commentary too since you're in such a big group of people literally (laughs) like people are probably feuding by the end of that that's amazing (laughs) wow i love it okay so for my tidbit i only have two this week because we have some long ones and we have a guest person so we're gonna keep it i'm gonna try to keep it short and sweet it's probably not gonna be but that's fine anyways for my first one i thought about shouting out coffee shops because my new I've had some new favorites and this semester, I, well actually over break, I've been really enjoying just like going to a coffee shop and doing whatever work I need to do. And I don't know, these are some I really like that have been really chill and mellow. So for those going back to school, listen up. Um, So the first one I'm going to recommend is Iris Coffee Lab. It's kind of close to Glenwood in Raleigh. And I really like this one just because it's so colorful and pretty on the inside it's kind of like halfway a basement like you have to go downstairs to get into it but it's still very bright and beautiful and very tranquil and quiet i don't know it's just very nice and welcoming and there's always the same people working in there and they're all just so sweet so i highly recommend for people just like who like a very like chill atmosphere the next one is idle hour coffee and this one heads up parking is really hard (laughs) there but once you get in there it's a like kind of like an older building and it's just very pretty and i don't know it gets like a lot of natural light and stuff and they always have very creative like pastries and they used to have like a mushroom cupcake that looked like exactly like a mushroom which was really funny and cute and yeah they were really cool and have cute like cups like my friend got a cappuccino and it was in like blue china like the
0: the really decorative
1: china and it was like the cutest thing ever and yeah that one's a lot more spacious so people who really like a open open like place to study or like chill and hang out with your friends i really recommend that one and they have outside seating if you're into it um and then the last one is black and white coffee roasters they are connected to vadiri which is the chocolate factory in raleigh if you don't know And because of that, I highly recommend you get their mocha because it is the best mocha you will ever have in your entire life. And also, the inside is absolutely stunning, in my opinion. It's very small on the inside, which is a downside, but everything is just so beautiful and it literally looks like a Pinterest photo in there. So, like, I just love it. And they also have outdoor seating, which is really, really nice. And it's by the train tracks, which I think is cute. So, yeah.
2: I'm a huge fan of Irish Coffee Labs. And for people, yes. if, if you've seen Avatar lately, if you're a fan of Avatar, <laughs> let me tell you what, they make blue smiley face lattes <gasps> yes, they over do. at Iris. Yeah. Also,
4: small coffee shops are just so nice for studying in because like, who wants to be on Hill all the time. That's boring. and not not Exactly. Mean, yeah. And you get a little treat. Yeah, a little sweet treat, yeah, if you will. Everyone likes a little sweet treat. Yeah. Okay, so as you guys know, I'm an advocate for a lot of things. (laughs) Advocate. No way. One of them being listening to music on mediums other than Spotify or Apple Music. Because, I don't know, I love Spotify. I hate Apple Music. Anyways, (laughs) listening to like vinyl and cassettes is fun because it forces you to listen to the whole album. You get so true. cool album art. So I'm going to give some suggestions on where to find these things in Raleigh because I am the number one professional in the Triangle area (laughs) at this. Mm -hmm. So first up is Sorry State Records. Their record store is downtown, and the inside's super cool. They also have like, a, like usually like stacks of like local zines and advertisements for local shows right inside the door. They have both new and used music, including vinyls and cassettes. Some of the new ones are a little more on the pricey side, which is kind of to be expected if you're buying new. And they also have really good sections for both indie and alt-rock. And the other sections, they have a pretty good punk rock section too, but they're all on the smaller side. But yes, anyways, super cute inside. Go check it out. So next up is Father and Son. I'm not usually a huge advocate of Father and Son because I think it's kind of mid for their other stuff. Since <laughs> it's so expensive. But I have found a lot of really good vinyls there in the past for ridiculously cheap. Like, I don't think they know what they have when they slap prices on it, like, like completely honest, because a lot of their cassettes are $1. Um, plus, it has a great location because, as you know, I'm also a huge advocate of the Warehouse District. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. So lastly, Hunky Dory is really good, too. Not the Raleigh one, but the Dur- Durham one. The Raleigh one's okay. The Durham one I prefer. Uh, there's also a bar inside, so it's just a fun place to hang out. There's also a vape shop inside. Not an advocate of that, but that's also <laughs> there. If that's something you like, and it has a very large selection of all genres, both new and used. And they get a special shout out because they have really good selections of old R&B and alternative country, which is harder to find. So everyone, go check it out. It's a great way to discover new music. What was it called? Um, the last one. Yeah. Okay, let's let's do a little review. Yeah. <laughs> so the first one is Sorry State Records, which is in downtown Raleigh. Next up is Father and Son, which is in the Warehouse District. And Father and Son is like a big vintage store. They have lots of stuff. And then Hunky Dory, there's one in Raleigh and there's also one in Durham, but the Durham one is better.
3: Nice. thank you and good night (laughs) i know whenever heidi says the word advocate i know it's gonna be a good tidbit i wait every week for the advocate segment and i'm so (laughs) excited that you did another one and Heidi is a
1: big advocate of good music
4: i am i'm I'm a huge advocate of a lot of
3: things
1: but i love that you brought up vinyls because i have recently become a big vinyl girly and i love that i just get to listen to my favorite music on very nice speakers in a row like it is just i don't know it's become one of my favorite things ever There's just something about getting a good vinyl that just makes your heart warm. No, it's so fun. And also, I
4: love how it forces you to listen to the whole album. Because, like, I love listening to new music, but sometimes it is such a chore. So, like, having a vinyl that you can't, like, physically skip. You have to put a lot of effort into skipping songs when listening to, like, a vinyl or cassette. So, like, I like how it forces you to do that. And you get to discover fun new music. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Do you like Girl Scout cookies and also beer? Well, then I have the event for you. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) The Girl Scout Cookies and Beer Pairing uh, is at the Glass Jug Beer Lab in RTP on Saturday, uh, January 21st. They're offering two beer flights, one with four glass jug beers and one with four guest brewery taps. And they're basically going to pair the beers with the different Girl Scout Cookies. So if you're above the age of 21 and you're a big fan of Girl Scout Cookies and or beer, and if you're not a fan of Girl Scout Cookies, I have some words for you, <laughs> but in general... Uh, but this should be a really cool event. The Facebook, it doesn't look like the Facebook event is um open for the public yet, but there should be more information coming out soon, so it's in, like, a couple of weeks. What do you think the Girl Scouts have to say about this? <laughs> I, don't I don't think they're above 21. 21. I think you should ask them. I, I think, think they, I should. When they knock on your door in a few days' time, you should be like, hey, do you know about this event? What? <laughs> ask- what kind of... Do you think Budweiser goes with the Carmel delights? What do you think? I think you should yeah. Ask that. them what their favorite beer pairing is for each one. <laughs> True. Like, what they would
4: recommend. I'll get their hot take, and it's also like free marketing for the event. Yeah, so like, exactly. I'm telling people. <laughs> <It's> Anyways, <laughs> so the event sounds really fun, oh, yeah. and everyone should go check it out because that sounds interesting. Like, I've never thought about cookies yeah. and beer being paired. Like, that's an interesting yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. Be a good combo, but but I feel like it would be a good yeah, could be really interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm into it.
3: All right, get ready to rodeo, Raleigh. The (laughs) sidewalk ends and the wild west begins at the world's toughest rodeo. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeehaw! On Saturday, February 12th at 7.30 p.m. at PNC Arena, the nation's top cowboys in bareback riding, saddleback riding, and bull riding will all be performing at the world's toughest rodeo. And tickets include entry to the pre-show at 6 p.m., and you can go do pony rides. You can meet the cowboys. I want
2: to go back to the nation's top cowboys. How do they select? What's the criteria? (laughs) the nation's top i actually some know this rhythm. answer Ooh, no way go ahead what is so, it? yeah so as we know i used to be a horse
1: girl and <laughs> my family is actually into rodeoing and well not anymore but like my stepbrother still does it and also my stepdad's very yeehaw, and so like mm-hmm. he watches a bunch of like yeehaw stuff and basically they go there's like circuits like competition circuits and people go around and like how you place and stuff will get you points it's like a sport like they cool. just get points and like cool. you can also get
3: if you go to the show early you can get photos in the clown barrel. <gasps> this is what the website <gasps> no said and it made it seem like a big deal. I have no idea what clown barrels are, but oh honestly, God, where I you, do. Belong. <laughs> you get a ticket. You can also take a photo on top of a live bull named Sunny. I want to meet him. We'll yeah, I, I want to meet
4: Sunny. Will I want to go in a clown barrel and I want to meet the <laughs> nation's top <laughs> clown. I, I
1: have to get a photo in the clown barrel. Like it has to happen. This so.
4: sounds so much fun.
1: Okay, so my next tidbit is pretty short, but it's kind of fun, especially if you're a big reader like I am, or also in the realm of studying. Wake County libraries are going to be open for two hours longer from now on, which I think is really, really exciting because people really love going to like the local libraries. Um, For students specifically, I know if you go and take your student ID and just let them know that you're a student... You can get a library card for free, which is really really nice, especially if you're a big reader because I know my friends complain all the time about getting books and reading them and being upset that they paid money for a book that's not good. And so, going to the library is a good way to like save money on books and also if you wanted somewhere that's not campus that you can study, I know the public libraries are great places to do that because they're quiet, there's not as many people, and I've I don't know, sometimes parking on campus is kind of annoying. So, like, I think parking's easier at those. But yeah, so the new hours are going to be 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Fridays, and then 1 to 5 p.m. on Sunday. And um, I got this from the News and Observer, and they emphasize that this gives people more time for, um, To like study and use the computers in there because I know a lot of people use public libraries for computer access. So, yeah, this is pretty exciting.
4: That's really exciting. I actually made an ins and out list for 2023 and (laughs) libraries were the first thing on the in
2: list. So that works out. Mm -hmm. Books are so expensive nowadays. Yeah, they are. are.
4: And also, like, why would you buy a book even if they weren't expensive when we have libraries, which are like such a nice public thing to have?
3: um and i'm pretty sure you can rent the movie or not rent you can just get the movie avatar at the library the new one
2: so no guys the old one. if you're the a fan one. of avatar <laughs> check out your local you public can go library. there
3: and i also love this because i actually feel like the library i this year i got the library card for like wake county yeah and i feel like they have such a good selection of books like yes they i do. was really surprised like they have a lot more books than especially like like, the one at NC State, the library, it doesn't have a lot of, like, fun reading books. Yeah. But I am super happy with all the books there, so
4: you should definitely check it out. I love Hill, but it is just textbooks. Like, yeah, half those books no one has touched in a decade, exactly. and it's, it's going to go another decade by before someone yeah. touches them. So. Yeah. And
3: they have cool, like, tables. Like, at least at the Oberlin one, they have, like, really cool tables of, like, recommendations that are really... I've always found, like, good ones there, so.
4: Okay, so for my last um, tidbit, I'm doing a shout-out to the NC Supreme Court, because they did some good things last month Woo! in December. So here are the quick highlights. So one, they invalidated the later, the latest voter registration law. Yay, you don't need voter ID to vote, because voting is like a basic right, you know. Mm-hmm. And next, they ruled the map in this year's Senate election as an illegal gerrymander, which is also good, because I feel like a lot of politicians just ignore gerrymandering in general. And lastly, they removed a Confederate statue in Winston-Salem. Slay and the Supreme Court. <laughs> You do more than the U.S. Supreme Court could ever imagine. Yeah, that's
3: actually
2: that's, awesome. That sounded like yeah. a love letter to the N.C. Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah, it was. was so much more. She's an advocate, actually. Right so advocate. Heidi. <laughs> so, did you know that a tiny home <laughs> is also called an ADU or an accessory dwelling unit? Wow. And now, yeah, crazy, right? It's easier than ever with a pre-approved set of designs released by Raleigh City Council last month. This ended a eight-year-long debate. Eight years is a long time to be arguing over something. Eight yeah. years ago, I was twelve years old. That's how long. People are passionate. People about people this. are That's passionate true. about their tiny homes. Have you yeah, seen HGTV true. lately? Yeah, people, true. Are passionate. <laughs> people care about their tiny homes. So new new rules state that people are allowed to build them attached to their homes, detached, or above their garage. Oh yeah. like, I've heard I, I just doing imagine that. like a levitating tiny house. No, above it's their like <laughs> it's
1: like the frog or
2: like the attic above. A garage, you can like make it an actual room and okay, people gotcha. rent it out. Anyway, moving on. Some of the <laughs> designs are two hundred and eighty eight square feet and some are as large as eight hundred square feet, which is pretty much like the size of my apartment, I think. That's a pretty decently sized mm-hmm. tiny home right yeah. there. Is it even tiny? Is it, it's, a, it's just a home it's just a <laughs> <laughs> this this 10 year long debate listen a tiny a tiny house can become a tiny home with these new rules from Raleigh. <laughs> <laughs> aging homeowners like them they can be used for short-term rental i'm sure they'll be really popular with airbnb and Definitely. verbo and what have you and um a little note for fans of the hobbit have <laughs> you ever wanted to be a hobbit have you ever wanted to feel like a hobbit well, now you can with your new accessory dwelling unit in Raleigh. You can have your tiny little house. You can decorate it as you'd like. Maybe have a little log cabin, maybe have a little like modern moment. But either way, you will be a big person in a tiny house, yeah. so you can become a hobbit.
4: My ADU is going to be in a hillside, except it's going to have like a tiny wooden door in the mm-hmm. hillside, so I'll really be like a hobbit. Yeah, that's good awesome. Idea. A big circular. It probably exists. And now door. with these
2: pre-approved designs. <laughs> <I use> pre-approved <laughs> designs. <laughs>
1: Okay guys, that is all we have for you this week. As always, thank you for joining us and we will see you next time. Bye! Bye.
0: Up next, Maha interviews DJ duo Smiles and Sparkles.
5: Hey, what's up everyone? This is Maha with WKNC on 88.1 FM, HD1 in Raleigh. I'm here with Smiles and Sparkles. Hey guys, how are you?
6: Hi. great, how are you?
5: Good, good. So uh can you tell the audience who you are and what this is?
7: <laughs> yeah. So we are Smiles and Sparkles. We're a DJ couple regional to Raleigh, North Carolina area so far anyway. Um and we've been DJing for almost 3 years, but really out in public for probably only about 6 or 7 months I'd say. Yeah. 6
5: or 7 months. Wow. wow. Yeah. Not that you long. guys sound Fantastic. I would have thought you've been doing this for like 10 years.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That's very nice of you. So
5: how did this happen? How did this start?
7: (laughs) It's a funny story. I mean, I think a lot of people have similar stories to this. So we were in COVID in like March and April of 2020, stuck at home, um, working still. We both have full-time jobs, but, but kind of bored on the weekends at night, right? There was only so much TV you can watch or games you can play. And so actually a good friend of ours bought a little mini mixer because we love music. We've always loved music. Music has been a part of our lives forever and we both connect over it so much and it's been a big part of our relationship. So our friend bought us a little mixer and we just started playing around in our garage actually. It became like a little DJ studio for us. An actual garage band. An
0: actual (laughs) garage
7: band. Yeah, I never thought about it that way, but I guess we are. Um, and yeah, we just started getting better and realizing that we were pretty good. And our friends would tell us we're good. And we're like, are we actually that good? Or are they just being nice? And then we actually just got an opportunity to play out in public and realized how much we actually loved to perform together yeah. and make people dance and happy. And it, yeah, that's how it started.
6: Yeah. That was so
7: awesome. We
6: we added a lot of mixes out to SoundCloud to start.
7: <laughs> Don't listen to the early There's ones. There's <laughs> a
6: lot of stuff we've taken down <laughs> as we can better Uh, you have to
7: start somewhere i guess yeah
6: but that was fun too just starting to kind of share music with the world and get reactions and build the following
7: and we love to listen to our mixes we love the playback because it's like it's like an artifact of something that we built together and we were very collaborative with it we definitely don't see eye to eye 100 of the time but we ebb and flow with you know taking each other's side basically and uh, the mixes that we create are really cool to listen back to. We listen to them a lot actually.
0: Yeah.
6: yeah.
7: <laughs> I'm curious to know what are some of these like forbidden soundtracks that you guys took down?
6: <laughs> They're just ones with terrible transitions. Bad um, sound
7: audio. At yeah, first we didn't know that we had to download the music before bad we could audio record quality. it. So it was like our phone sitting by a speaker. It sounds terrible. Oh! <laughs> Those are not up upla- online yeah. anymore.
6: In our and we have uh Friends out there who will still say that they're good mixes because I mean they're good like song placement, but when we hear the uh, transitions, it's just cringeworthy. Yeah. So yeah, we can't even put them up anymore. It's yeah. fun
7: though if you mean if you listen to the first couple and now you listen to our mixes, you'd see how far we've progressed and yeah. how far we've come, which is kind of fun too. Yeah
5: so my third question is is how do you find the time and money to dj and parent following covid when everything kind of went back to normal quote unquote
6: yeah so uh yeah so we are parents uh parents of two kids um and we both have full-time jobs um it's very taxing but I think you know we try with everything in life to keep it all uh, in balance
7: as much as possible as much <laughs> as
6: possible. Um and I think where we were always listening to music, now we're really bonding over music. And you know, like when we put the kids down at night, we don't necessarily go watch TV. We might go into the garage and you know work on the next set or mix or something like that. So. Um, it's a
7: therapy, honestly. Like yeah. Music has always been therapy for both of us, I think. And it's an outlet. It's a creative outlet. Our work is very stressful and parenting is extremely stressful. So this is to us fun and it's a way to just let ourselves be creative and let go and make people happy. And so it's it's not a stressful part of our lives. It's a fun part. And we've always said if it becomes more stressful than fun, then we'll probably back off a little bit because we just have so much going on. But for now, it's a really big positive for us.
5: Mm-hmm. So I had like two little branching off questions. So um you two ebb and flow, what kind of like genre do you gravitate most towards?
6: It's, it's interesting. I mean, so we we got into we liked you know edm music before we really knew what that meant um mm-hmm. you know, so you start listening to um you know some of these like ultra live sets of like Afrojack or tiesto while you're working out
7: lots of progressive
3: music. yeah and then, <laughs> oh, okay. and then
6: and then we like kind of we just shift like we got pretty heavy into dubstep and bass mm-hmm. and uh like our favorite dj actually is seven lions and for the different mix that he has but And so we started really kind of recording in that space. But then uh, as we've been around Raleigh, Raleigh really uh, rallies around a lot of house music. And so um, I think when you listen to us now and what we enjoy playing is what other people and us like to hear, which we call Party House. So um, there's songs that everyone knows everyone can sing along to everyone can dance to and they're over a house beat so it's up tempo it's fun yeah. Yeah, yeah we just
7: like making people happy and making people dance so it's anything that's high energy that's going to make you want to get on the dance floor yeah trust me i
5: know i remember that um event for inner shuttle faith yeah, inner
6: faith. yeah. yeah. i
5: was there yeah with um capital city and it was fantastic that's actually why i was so excited to meet you two because uh-huh. i was like they're parents and <laughs> <laughs> our kids were I, was like,
7: actually, I was like actually yeah. i need
5: to be way less like close-minded <laughs> um so i was just like this is like really awesome i was i was breaking a sweat like awesome. and,
6: and i think the thing that we try to do too is you you try to curate sounds for each type of event so that was and i mean everyone can can hear our live uh sets up on our soundcloud we record them but like that was three o'clock in the afternoon the weekend before thanksgiving yeah Yeah, we called it soulful celebration it was like a lot of songs that kind of made people just feel good and happy around family yeah and then like we played club aura uh at nine o'clock on a Saturday and that was more you know there was some hip-hop and there was more trap and there was you know a lot of party house and things that you would want to hear at nine versus three in the afternoon
7: yeah we try to curate it based on who we know the audience is going to be but also keeping it really versatile we don't like to play the same type of music for the entire hour or three hours we like to make thank up. you. For
5: that. <laughs> that's wonderful. It's um, you kind of describe it like how it is to I don't know, dress appropriately for an event or something. Yeah. Basically, yeah, it's very similar.
6: Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. We, uh, we did a pool party in the summer. Obviously, that's got a different vibe. We both. Uh, Came up from Florida. So we've got a lot of like Latin that we mix in from our time there. You'll probably always
7: hear at least one Latin house song in every set because we just love it so much. It's like, how could you not dance to Latin house? (laughs) I don't
5: know. I love Latin house music. So that's, I mean, I just can't think of even being friends with anyone who doesn't listen to (laughs) that. But um, yeah. So another question I had, um, another two part. So do you have,
7: plans for a family band in the future. <laughs> That's really funny. Our son, who is eight, actually mm-hmm. loves to DJ. And he got into it for a while. He has a little board, a little mixer. We had, I think it was his seventh birthday, we threw him a DJ theme party. And we literally had like disco balls and like LED lights all spread out throughout our house. And he played music for his friends. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Um, his <laughs> is Just a huge music and dancing fan so they're very much a part of each of us like you can see them uh, you can see us in them and i don't know that we'll ever have a family band but they came out to the friends giving back show the interfaith food shuttle benefit they loved it they danced the whole time they were really into it
5: so
0: yeah i've
7: always said i honestly think our son could be an amazing dj someday because he's very technically adept like he just picks things up so quickly and there's a lot of technicality that you need to learn as a dj so I think he'd be amazing. I think our daughter would be too. I, I would yeah. totally push them in that direction.
6: Yeah. they And they call themselves Smiles <laughs> Jr. and Spike Sparkles Jr. Yeah, it's and, adorable. <laughs> yeah. Our son did a transition uh, live during the, friendsgiving set and our daughter was out there i don't think she left she the was dance shuffling floor. she
7: was actually shuffling with capital
6: city yeah Shufflers. she's a future capital <laughs> city shuffler it was adorable She was
5: shuffling with me too that's how i met them <laughs>
6: awesome and if you saw them around the house like she picks up our glow sticks and starts just doing them in the mirror she's a natural <laughs> it's,
7: it's, it's really fun
5: yeah. I mean, kids like pick up this stuff really fast. Like um, on TikTok, you can scroll through and there's like all of these like reels that I see of kids just like playing it like faster than I got it when I like yeah. first. It was, it's insane. It's so, it's like second nature
7: for them or something like that. They're they're growing up in the age of technology at their fingertips at all times. And
6: and we embrace that. I think, you know, one thing that we really try to do with them, we have fallen in love with like just the EDM scene and the openness and friendliness of of everybody. Mm -hmm. If you go to like a music festival. And so, I mean, you could catch us as a family on the weekends watching like a San Holo set. Together, they grizz. Love grizz. yeah, my son loves <laughs> grizz. Like, there's just a, a kind of a connection that we're building there with them through music.
7: Yeah, it's special. Yeah.
5: So, what are the most important things to both of you when you started Smiles and Sparkles?
6: You may go first. or me? Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I think that we wanted to. Well, one, we're still figuring out who we are. Uh, you know, and um, I think when we first started out, we wanted to be a lot of things to a lot of different people. Uh, but the most important thing was that we wanted to have fun with it, and you know, smiles and sparkles were names that we were kind of given just by friends before we even started DJing. So then they naturally became our DJ personas. But um, you know, I think we we just wanted to make sure that we were connecting through it, and we were having fun first and foremost, and then that oozes out to everyone else that we're around. And, you know, we want people to just feel the positive, happy energy uh, that we're trying to put out there because, you know, just trying to make people happy is the, uh, the mission.
7: That's honestly similar for me. I think there's so many things that are happening in the world that are tough, intense, hard, difficult to deal with. People have personal things that they're going through. And so, because music has always been a therapy for us, we just want to share that. Like, we just want to make people happy. We want to make people dance. We want to show them a good time. Like if you come to a Smiles and Sparkles gig, you will not leave in a bad mood, I promise you. You will leave sweaty and tired, but you will not leave in a bad mood. And I think that's just important. And that's, we just want and to- And I did.
5: <laughs> yeah,
7: that's actually yeah. really- That's awesome. I love that.
5: Um. So what is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened during a set? Mm. Any set, this could be even in like the garage band days, so, like, <laughs> literally anything. I'm, oh. I'm just- So that's many true. bad
7: transitions in the garage, For sure.
6: There's been a lot of <laughs> bad transitions, yeah.
7: I would say honestly, just anyone who has ever DJed live for an audience, I'm sure that they've experienced doing a bad transition. It's happened, it's definitely happened to us. And I don't think there's anything more embarrassing discouraging when you know that you just screwed up and probably somebody noticed it that's the biggest thing like there's so many little errors that people do that most people don't notice except for maybe other djs in the audience where they're yeah. like oh that wasn't ideal uh yeah. kind of just bad transitions yeah. yeah what do you
5: what do you guys mean when you say like um the, what is the technical thing of a transitions is it like the so I know it's going from one song to the next, but like when you're DJing, what does that look like instead of conceptually, like what it sounds like, you know?
6: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, one-on-one is just making sure the beats match. <laughs> um, like if you can hear one song being overlaid to another and you're not hearing like bump, 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 bump. Yeah. It's very easy to hear. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and that, is the first thing that you hear, and then you know, sometimes you could hear like way too much noise. Yeah, like, like two
7: people are singing at the same time and it doesn't go well together, like you're not timing it well with the yeah. transition from one to the other. It's it's basically when you can tell the song has just changed to another song, it's probably not the best transition. It should be as seamless as possible. Oh. But it's difficult to do that, it takes time and effort and a lot of practice,
6: and a lot of bad transitions.
7: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bad transitions. Okay.
5: Now I'm getting it. So, I mean, I do like audio work and I'm sure some people in the audience do like audio visual photography or whatever. I guess it's like making things like smooth and seamless. Like when you're watching a movie, you're listening to like a really long song, right? Yeah, that's what you're that's- talking about? Yeah, yeah exactly. for
6: sure. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and no dead air. Uh, oh, that goodness. is the other thing too. <laughs> there...
5: oh, yeah, I was gonna ask. Did any of you? I, I don't know. You read my mind.
6: <laughs> yeah. If if there's silence, oh, it's yeah. Even even just like lounging around, if music just stops, I don't know. My head kind of pops off. <laughs> like, why isn't there music playing? What right
2: happened? Now? Yeah.
5: yeah. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Right. For everyone listening in the audience, where would you like to? direct everyone to where they can find your upcoming sets, local events, and anything that you guys are doing in the area. You guys sound really upbeat
7: and awesome, which is honestly great for seasonal depression. Absolutely. Our Instagram, it's where we post everything in terms of our next gigs, where we can be. We also have a link tree in our bio that links to our SoundCloud for all of our mixes, all of our live sets, tickets for upcoming events, that kind of thing but our Instagram handle is smiles with a Z, X sparkles with a Z. So pretty easy to find out. I don't think there's anybody out there with, with yeah, the
6: same. Same with the SoundCloud, yeah. uh, where all the mixes are. I think we have like, gosh, at this point, loading the live sets all in all, maybe like 18 or 19 mixes up on SoundCloud there's right now. There's a lot of content. <laughs> yeah, a lot of variation. And uh, that's
5: through the link tree, right? Yep. <laughs> totally. Well, it's been an honor like talking with you guys and learning more about you i really appreciate you taking your time out to speak with me um yeah and bye guys thanks thank you thank you <laughs> so sure. much thank you thanks Maha. Okay. yeah
0: well that is all for today's episode i want to thank heidi emily and abigail and sam for their great news tidbits also want to thank Smiles and Sparkles for their time. It was great learning about your process through DJing. I hope everyone had a great first week of classes and tune in next Sunday at 6 p.m. for a new episode of Eye on the Triangle. Music for today's episode has been Tupelo Honey by Chris Hagen, licensed through the YouTube Audio Library.